Is Aladdin considered, like, one of the hotter princes? I mean, I think only because he doesn't wear a shirt. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you see true. his, like, abs 24-7. What about... Uh, I think both of them were a sexual awakening for me. What about Tarzan? He's, like, always naked. But Tarzan's got, like, white people dreads. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not cute, you know? Coming soon to own on video and DVD. Walt Disney Home Video presents the first all-new Disney animated movie produced exclusively for video. All right, Carpet, let's go! A new adventure with Aladdin. Disney's The Return of Jafar. <laughs> Jafar is back, and he's out for revenge. I'm arranging a little surprise for Aladdin. Now, Aladdin will have to use all his tricks to face his biggest challenge ever. So join all your favorite characters, Aladdin, Jasmine, Iago, and the genie. Did you miss me? It's Aladdin in Disney's The Return of Jafar. I love it! Um, welcome to the premiere episode of Coming Soon to Own, which is about the part of your childhood that maybe you don't remember as distinctly as the prominent Disney movies or DreamWorks movies or whatever, going to the theater. Instead, it's when you were stuck at home and your parents popped in a VHS tape and it yeah. was one of these direct-to-DVD movies uh, that were the Disney sequels and we will be covering each one because why in not? Order. <laughs> in order. Hi, my name is Jane. Um, I am in the film industry. I eventually want to work in development for kids' animation, and I think every part of children's animation is fascinating, from the most premier Pixar films to the most bizarre little direct-to-DVD or VHS thing. Um, and I'm, I talk about these things a lot because I think they're fascinating and so I wanted to maybe put that on the internet <laughs> <laughs> and I'm forced to listen to it <laughs> so uh I'm Elise I'm also well, I guess I'm in the tv industry right now um mm. but I'm a, a writer and I write tv and film and I live with Jane and uh she's really she's educating me on <laughs> a lot of this weird shit <clears throat> Um, so I'm along for the ride, listener, just yeah. like you. So if if whether you're a Disney enthusiast, I, I guess I kind of am. Uh, I guess I kind <laughs> of am is the biggest understatement of the century. If you're more of a Disney enthusiast like myself, <laughs> or if you just kind of half remember these movies existing and you just kind of want to take a little like nostalgia meme That's trip, me. this is for you as well because we so many memes. Yes, I. This is honestly more of a comedy movie thing than it is a straight like film review podcast. <laughs> no, I want to seriously review all these films. I mean, we can do that as well. I think that in turn would just be comedic, because I don't think these movies take themselves very seriously. So a little bit about these Disney sequels and why they even existed. The company, when it started out, uh, so when it ended, the company was known as Disney Toon Studios. But when it started out, it was not called that. Uh, it was called... Uh, Disney like movie tunes and it used to be yeah I know right creative name uh, and it used to be under the TV division so this is a whole separate studio from Disney 
Yes, it was like it was it was different than Disney feature animation. Mm-hmm. So there was Disney feature animation, and then like we're Dis- making like bomb ass shit. Yeah, that was like in theaters. Yes, yes, and then they were like, we want to make other money. <laughs> there was like the minor league. <laughs> yes, so uh, their first movie was the Ducktales movie Treasure of the Lost Lamp in 1990, and then they wanted to make an Aladdin TV show. Wait, there was a Ducktales movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ducktales is great, but Ducktales is like a whole other like thing <laughs> like it's a lot to get into so yeah this the first movie uh which is return of jafar it was meant to like start their show and then it was super successful so they made another one which is the king of thieves um oh, right there was an aladdin tv show yeah so this was a part of it yeah this was like the first episode technically yeah, it, like, it explains a lot about the movie. So this was on TV originally? It wasn't on VHS? Well, they were going to make it just on TV, but then the director of the film was like, no, 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 guys, Like, we really want to make this direct-to-video. And Eisner, wh- who was the head of Disney at the time, said, um, I'm okay, but we are worried about how this might cheapen the Disney brand. <laughs> Little he did he know. He knew. Uh, and the producer convinced them, and he did so with the opening sequence with, like, the horses and the raiding of the tomb was done by the Australian studio, and even they were like, okay, this animation looks pretty good, so we'll let you do a full feature-length thing straight to VHS. But yeah, this movie came out in 1994. Uh, like I said, it was technically a pilot. It was the first American direct-to-video animated movie. Ever? Ever. What about DuckTales? Nah. Was that just on TV? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It sold 15 million VHS tapes. 50 or 15? 15 million VHS oh tapes. And That's it, a lot, right? Uh, yeah. And it grossed $300 million. That's, like, not adjusted for inflation, but that's still, like, a shit ton of money. Um, That's, like, almost like a blockbuster's worth. Um, And it's one of the best-selling films on home video, like, ever. Wow. Which is insane. This definitely kickstarted a whole era, and I think it's insane how well it did. I know a lot of people, I never, this one I actually never really grew up with, but I know a lot of people like it a lot. Um, it's definitely like a favorite of a lot of people's, of these like sequ- direct-to-DVD sequels. Uh, I keep saying DVD, VHS. Um, these direct-to-VHS video sequels. I like remembered it when I was watching it. Yeah. I was like, I had those moments. I was like, oh yeah, I've seen it, but it wasn't like anything that I like violently cared about as a child or remembered. Yeah, and apparently I had not seen the live action Aladdin, but apparently <laughs> they leave it open for it to possibly have Return of Jafar happen, <laughs> and some people are speculating they might that do. Would be the, like amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they might do a live action Return of Jafar, and now that I've seen the movie. I kind of need it in my life. I think it's really, like, funny or interesting that it, like, was a pilot. Because I was saying when we were watching it, I was like, this doesn't, like, this isn't a movie. Like, there's no structure. There's no, like, real plot happening. Um, There's no real, like, protagonist. No. I mean, Iago, I guess, is the protagonist. Yeah, but, like, everything that happens to him is, like... Like, what does he want? Like, he's like, oh, I'm gonna get it. So, like, okay, let's explain. Yeah, so should we go into just plot? Yeah. Should we just jump right into this? <laughs> okay. I guess we can just go sort of beat by beat. Not, like, directly, but 
somewhat. Well, like, let's follow Iago. Okay. So, like, Iago <laughs> somehow gets out of the lamp that he was sucked into. Yes. There's no, no explanation. No explanation. He's and just like, I'm out. Jafar Bye. is like, yo, get me out. And Iago's like, nah, I'm done being a servant. So he's like, he, like, throws Jafar's lamp down a well. And then he he goes, okay. Like there's wells in the middle of the desert. Yeah, you know. Um... <laughs> But my favorite thing is he goes, no, I don't want, I'm not getting you out because I don't want to fucking be a servant anymore. And then he's like, you know what I need to do? I need to get in with Aladdin and the Sultan and be their servant. Yes. For no reason. <laughs> like, he's just like, they'll, I don't, like, he's like, they'll protect me or something. He just, like, wants to be in with the people in power. Mm-hmm. So he, like, saves Aladdin's life. Yes, to get on his good side so that he can get let into the palace. But I don't know what his, like, end game is. Like, why does he want to be... He just wants, like, no responsibilities and no repercussions. He just wants, like, luxury without having to actually, like, deal with the life of, like... I, I think he just wants, like, all the things... He wants all the good things that come with people in power and none of the bad stuff. I feel like you're giving him so much more credit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he wants, though. Because he his whole thing is he's just, like... like at, towards the end when he does, like, save them, he's like, but I don't want to, like, save you guys again. Like, he just doesn't want to, doesn't want to fully commit to being a good person. <laughs> relatable. <laughs> Yago's very relatable. <laughs> uh, he, what, what was the great line that he says? Oh, I wrote it down. All reports are in. Life is officially unfair. Yes. Which, Yes. <laughs> Um, so, again, voiced by Gilbert Gottfried, they gave him some songs. <laughs> Two songs. Okay, and every song in this movie is absolutely horrendous. No, and this one... End of story, like, full stop. No one is, like, really singing. Um, the Genie song, I guess, was okay. Okay, yeah. It was the only one that was really, like, a song. I couldn't even hum you the Yago songs. No. We watched this literally 30 minutes ago. <laughs> I, don't, I couldn't tell you any of the songs. They were all... And no one was really singing. Everyone was just no. kind of, It was all people who, like, I guess couldn't sing. So they were, like, talk singing. And there was, like, no real beat... I don't know. I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> so Iago saves Aladdin from these, like, thieves people who one of them is... The guy from Seinfeld! Yes. who The guy who plays George in Seinfeld. It plays... Oh my god, wait, no. The name of the character is... Abysmal. Yeah, which is like, I guess... It's like abysmal, but it's like a joke on the, the word abysmal. Because his name is Abysmal. Like, two words. But it's like not funny. No. It's just kind of confusing the whole time. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And he doesn't make any sense. He's mm. like the leader of this bandit crew, but he sucks at it and they all hate him. And I'm like, then why are you their leader? And then pretty much Jafar just like uses him as a puppet later on. And that's sort of his purpose. Yeah. And not funny. <laughs> no. Like, I think they thought he was going to be funny, but like he wasn't at all. He was just this guy who wanted gold. Yes. So, uh, Aladdin takes Iago back to the palace. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'll help you. I'll make sure you get a fair fair trial. trial. Which is such, like, I feel like, um, Aladdin is, like, those, like, neoliberal white boys in college (laughs) (laughs) who, like, think they're doing so much good but are actually doing more harm. Like, at early point in the movie, he, like, um... He steals treasure from people who are stealing treasure from a tomb. He steals it from Abby Small. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> he's, like, flying back with all this treasure on his magic carpet. And he just, start 
Throwing, throwing money. It, throwing money, like, on the masses. And I'm like, also, that's never brought up again. Um, no, he just, like, <laughs> chucks it down on the people. And it's supposed to be like, oh, look at him. He's, like, giving back. And I think at one point I went, look, Aladdin just invented socialism. <laughs> he throws, like, a scepter to a homeless man. And I'm like, what is that going to do for him? <laughs> First of all, like... If money is falling from the sky, people are just going to kill you. Also, everyone in this world is so violent. It's always trying to, like, chop each other in half. I absolutely believe that that homeless man who got a golden scepter immediately got his head chopped <laughs> off by, like, a bandit. Like, and 100%. Aladdin's like, look how much I helped. Aladdin just doesn't know what to do with his He's, like, the power. equivalent of, like, changing your profile picture on Facebook to, like, a color for a cause and being like, I'm an activist. And then he like gets Iago and he's like, Don't worry, I'll make sure you have a fair trial. I'm like, How? What do you mean? So, anyway. Yes to all of that. <laughs> Uh, we have another uh, character um, reappear who is. was really weird that, like, well, I guess a lot of appears before Iago. It takes a while for them to bring in Jasmine, who, <laughs> I don't know what happened to Jasmine. <laughs> She's drawn differently. Like, her face is, like, smaller. Um, the voice actress is the same voice actress, but sounds so nothing different. like her. She sounds like she's, like, um, like a phone sex operator. Yes! <laughs> like, everything she says is like, this. And Aladdin... She has none of the spunk in her from the first movie at she all. She does nothing in this no. movie. All she does. like, yell, Aladdin! Yes. Every once in a while. Yes. And make out with him! Yes. At the end of every <laughs> sentence, they kiss. It literally, every conversation they have follows the same exact, like, tone in their voice. And at the end of it, they make out. And I'm like, what? This is not how you should be solving your relationship problems. <laughs> Which they do have a couple in this. Okay, like, her only, like, plot, her only, like, I don't know, any kind of character development is, like, she doesn't trust him because he, like, lied to her the whole first movie about yeah. who he was, which, like, yeah, good on you, girl. Like, you should not trust a man who lies to you about who he is. Yeah. Um, so she's got, like, trust issues, and she's always like, are you sure there's, like, no other secrets? And he's like, no. And then when she finds out that, like, he's been, like, helping Iago, she gets really upset, and she's like, I knew I couldn't trust you. And she's, like, crying, and then Iago, for some reason, I don't, I maybe I was distracted in this part, he, like, comes up to her and tries to, like, convince her that love is a sham, oh, no, and, like, not worth it. No, no, because he was doing that with the genie, because the genie wanted them to get back together, so Iago's like, I like to help trick people, and that was, like, the only reason why he does it, is to help okay, trick her. Okay, so he, like, tells her all this shit of, like, oh, love is not worth it, it's a sham, like, why are we, don't fall in love again, and for some reason that makes her forgive Aladdin <laughs> she's like oh I forgot how much I she has this whole song where she's like I forgot how much I loved him and I'm like you just got angry at him like an hour ago like you loved him an hour ago what do you mean you forgot so she's they like, have what? this little dinner scene with her like she keeps talking about I have a surprise for dinner for you Aladdin and you're like I'm sorry what's this like my father has something for you, and you—it's uh, bizarre the way she keeps saying it in her weird phone sex operator voice. <laughs> um, Jamie comes back. He shoves himself into the dinner with them, and he's not Robin Williams. Not Robin Williams. Really important. Um, it is the guy who plays Homer Simpson. Wait, it is. Yes. Wild. 
Robin Williams, if you do not know, had a bit of a falling out with Disney. Wait, what happened? Yeah, so what happened was, after Aladdin, this was, okay, so back when Aladdin was made in, like, the early 90s, this was back when, like, being a voice actor, like, not that it pays a lot now, but, like, that's when, like, it wasn't, like, you don't do it for the money, you just did it because you wanted, like, your kids to see you in a movie for once, instead of, like, being an only, like, R-rated stuff. So, Robin Williams did it, he got paid, like, a base rate. Well, beforehand, he had told Disney that, okay, you're not paying me that much, that's fine, but you cannot use my voice for any promotional material. You can't use it in McDonald's toys, like, you can't do any of that shit. Did he, like, have it in writing? Um, or did he just, like, tell He, like, Eisner? he told them <laughs> that, like, he'd rather that not happen, mm. and they said promised or whatever, but I think... Always get it in writing, it was, And it was one of those, like, did he get... I, I didn't... I, like, did very... I, like, skim research. Apparently this was a huge scandal when it happened. It was a big deal because it was, like, a really open feud between him and Disney. But we were wait, We weren't even alive when it was happening. So, hence why I don't know the totally gritty details of it. But what I think is really funny that I looked up is that Disney, to, like, try to reconcile with Robin Williams... I guess Robin Williams is a really big Picasso fan... So they gave him a Picasso painting. Like a, like a real Picasso? Yes. To say I'm sorry. You know, rich people are lying. <laughs> they were like, here's a Picasso painting. We're sorry. And he still didn't really forgive them. So uh, they had to find a new voice actor for Genie. Everyone else returned. Uh, it's the same exact cast except for the Sultan, which I don't, I, they just didn't return. And Genie. And, yeah, he, the, the new guy is fine. I mean, it's just obviously not. You can not. tell he's, like, trying to be Robin Williams. And it's just, like, he's not working. working. So he's he, not terrible. No, he's just, in, yeah. Oh, he has a song about touring the world, which is weird because he's in, like, eight different time periods. <laughs> and he's doing, like, the stereotypical thing from each country. But the thing about that is those things happened in those countries thousands of years like apart. Like, he, he's in the Olympics with Hercules, and then the next minute he's, like, catching a cab in New York. <laughs> and you're like, wait, can he time travel? Like, I don't get it. In the first movie, they talk about genies having control over time and space, but uh, not really touching on it too much. So I guess it's just, like, visual What I gags. found funny... So the whole song... Actually, I think that's the best song. The whole song is about how he, like, did all these amazing things, but he, like, came back because he missed his friends, and he was, like, alone doing them. But I thought it was just weird that, like, he went to all these different time periods and, like, did all this stuff and decided to come back to, like, a medieval time, you know? Like, <laughs> yes. I was like... You could have lived in the 21st century where there was, like, less racism and homophobia, <laughs> but, like, nah, like, let's go back. He loves his friends too much. Bring, it, bring them with you. That's true. I don't know if he can, though. They don't really talk about the genie magic, the extent of it, which is honestly kind of to their detriment, because so there's times in the final battle where you're like, wait, what? So anyway. I want a high fantasy movie about genie explaining all the lore. I mean, they should do it. It would make them a lot of money. Um, especially now they have Will Smith. Stop. So after their little dinner, um, they find out about Iago. Oh, yeah, the Sultan was told Aladdin that he is going to be... Uh, Responsible for Iago? But never comes back up. Well, yeah, that. But beforehand, uh, before the whole Iago thing happens, before Iago comes into the dinner, because, I don't know, Abu did something, he tells Aladdin he's now the new vizier, which is what... Jafar was, mm -hmm. which is a very interesting concept. They then do not do anything with, because we'll talk about the ending of the film, which is very bizarre. 
Um, <laughs> it makes no sense. But uh, anyway, so they have that little song where they make up, and it's a really weird song. Um, because, like you said, they literally dinner happened. She went back into her room and sobbed and was like, I forgot about all these things about Aladdin. And then what happens after they get back together? Well, then they, like, fuck. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's right. Because literally they're, like, trying to make out and, like, Genie and Iago won't, like, leave them alone. And Iago's, or Genie and Abu, Boo. I guess. Yeah. And Iago's like, let them have privacy. Can't you see they want to be alone? And shoves them out. And then they start making out and it, like, goes black. And yes. And I was like, <laughs> they fuck. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then it cuts to uh, Iago, like, I guess just enjoying things. Oh, while this has all been happening, Jafar was found by the guy... The, Abysmal! Oh, yeah, and uh, I'm just going to call him George from Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, George from Seinfeld. Can you just imagine if it just was George from Seinfeld? <laughs> that would have be been amazing. so good. He found the lamp. I guess it's really weird because I thought, like, the GDs can't do anything besides what they're commanded to do, but he's, like, shooting lasers at this guy and intimidating him. And, like, hurting him. Yes. Which I didn't think they were allowed to do. And, like, tricking him. I, it's really weird. It's well, the way they get around the rules all the time is they're like, oh, genies can't kill people. And yes. they have this terrible line they keep repeating that's like, you'd be surprised what you can live through. Yes, that's repeated three times. It's the <laughs> motto of the film is you can be surprised what you can live through. I don't know if they're referring to the songs in the film. <laughs> but that's what it kind of felt like. So yeah, I don't know. Through some series of events, Jafar gets into the palace and gets Iago. Iago is now, like, being accepted by the family, and he's like, should I betray them or not? And I decides to betray them. And Well, because Jafar's like, I'm gonna murder you. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you don't help me. There's this great little but bit. But also he can't. But you'd be surprised what you, you can live through. through. There's this great bit where, like, Iago is, like, looking at Jasmine, but behind her is the curtains, and one of Jafar's eyes are on each curtain, <laughs> and it's so fucking creepy. And he's like, never mind. I feel like Jafar was scarier in this movie than in this Oh, Christmas. yeah. Well, because he when he's genie, he's fucking swole with those, like, six-packs and his huge <laughs> chest. Well, he's just, like, so much more powerful in this one. Like, in the first one, he's just, like, some skinny dude plotting until yeah. the end, and, and then this, the entire movie in this one, he's like an all-powerful being. Yeah. Who's stronger than Genie. They did remember some of the little stuff they did in the first one, where it's like, I I went to be like an all-powerful Genie, stronger than that Genie, which... So, there's a Genie fight between... The, there's a Genie fight between... Oh, yeah. Which is where the second-rate song comes in, which I actually liked that song. I thought it was fine. I thought it... So, like, Jafar sings a song about Genie being second-rate. I thought it was, like, weird because it's, like, a comedic song. Yes. And I don't find Jafar funny in any way, <laughs> and I think when he's making jokes, I'm just really uncomfortable. He makes jokes in the reprise of uh, Prince Ali in... But the they're still, line. like, menacing. Yeah, I know. They're menacing you know? jokes. They're so good. This was just, like, a comedy song. <laughs> I'm better than you. <laughs> and while that's going on, I don't know where Jasmine is, but, uh... <laughs> off doing nothing. Off doing nothing, like always. Uh, I like her little purple outfit, though. It's cute. Yeah. Aladdin is off with the Sultan to have a chat with him, because the Sultan is mad that Aladdin, you know, trusted Iago. Oh, like, the Sultan, a nothing character. 
Uh, there was a bit, though, a small, tiny little visual gag, blinking you miss it, that I was laughing so hard, where the sultan, while Aladdin's talking, is kind of looking at a rock, and he's trying to skip it across the water, and instead he just, like, chucks it, and it just lands right in front of him in the water, and I thought that was the best part of the entire film. <laughs> so funny. I was like, what is he doing? And I was like, oh, that's great. That tells you everything about that And then that Aladdin character. comes up and, like, perfectly skips it, and I'm like, what was this supposed to visually <laughs> represent that? that, like, Aladdin's better than him? Um, Aladdin's taller than him? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't chuck a rock into the water. And then pretty immediately, uh, Aladdin's like, thanks, Iago, this is a great idea. And Iago's like, don't thank me yet. And then, like, horses storm in because it was, of course, a setup because uh, Iago is working for Jafar. And then these horses come and they look like normal horses until they jump off of the waterfall chasing Aladdin and they grow bat wings. Okay, and that, that was, was the, the best, best part. part. It was so cool. Oh, my God. You never saw Rise of the Guardians, did you? I did. So they remind me of, like, the Nightmares. I don't remember that much. Okay. <laughs> there was, like, the, the sparkly, like, Nightmare Horses. Uh, they reminded Ooh, me of those. I love sparkly Nightmares. <laughs> that was, again, a lot of this movie was just kind of, like, the George from Seinfeld showing up and doing something stupid, and then Jafar yelling at him and then doing it correctly. So he captures them, brings them back to the palace for my other favorite part, where he has the Sultan locked up, and Jasmine, and then he locks up Aladdin separately, and so it seems like Jasmine comes up to Aladdin, and what does she exactly say? Because it's so funny. Well, first of all, she's like, I found my dad's ripped up sultan hat in your room, so you definitely killed him. But he wasn't there. But he also, like, wasn't there, so that makes no No sense. sense. Um... And the dumb guard's like, yeah, this is proof. And then she's like, I sentence you to die. And she starts sobbing. And as she's running away, she goes, for the death of my father. <laughs> it's so good. Her running away is like... like Horribly poorly animated. Very poorly animated. And her arms are kind of flailing. And you like, can't even see her behind the dude. And she's like yelling as she's running. It's and so good. And then she runs up to herself in the other dungeon room. Um, also for, like, a whole palace that's trying to, like, redo the, their thing, they have a scary bad dungeon room still. Yeah. <laughs> they have not really cleaned up that part of their like, social justice real, system. Real poor security. <laughs> they never saw the sultan's body. No. And so she runs into herself, and it turns out that Jafar was that, uh, Jasmine. And then I love what he says to Jasmine, because I just, like, his little, like, this movie is, like, not that thoughtful, but this is a random little thoughtful part of, like, psychological torture, where he goes up to Jasmine, and he was like, I had Aladdin, like, see that his own girlfriend tell him that she's gonna execute him to his face, and then she just goes, no, and turns away, and then the rest of the movie is just kind of like... And then Iago breaks the genie free, and yes. he breaks everyone else free, and then they stop Aladdin from getting executed. Yes. And then... Somehow they beat Jafar. Yes. Oh! <gasps> no, not somehow. I remember. <laughs> not somehow. And they do it in a great way. So, what we discovered watching this movie is that Peter Jackson ripped off <laughs> Aladdin The Return of Jafar when he, stole... he did Return of the King, and he should give his Oscar back. <laughs> because there's, like, it's weirdly exact. Yes. There's, um... Jafar, like, opens up this volcano when he's, like, fighting them, and Iago, like, pushes his lamp into the, uh, volcano, 
and it like even does the little like like thing it it was yes. and then it explodes and then he dies and everything's fine um but then like literally and Iago's lying there the way that like Frodo yeah. does when everything's like exploding and i was like oh my god this is the exact <laughs> same film return of jafar is just return of the king <laughs> he even st- they stole the name even though that name came first Iago is Frodo you know like wrestling with good and evil yeah and, like the dark side yeah. and yes aladdin is sam i guess <laughs> i guess the genie is gandalf sorry <laughs> uh, I, I guess jasmine would be what's Liv aragorn no she's oh, aragorn yeah she's gonna be king oh true well okay that brings us to the ending which is very <laughs> bizarre which is aladdin has had no real character development in this which is fine he's not he's the main just like character. tried to save the sultan yeah and tried to help Iago. So, you would think his arc would be, at the end of the movie, being like, you know what, like, I do need to accept more responsibility and, like, look after these people. Instead, he looks off into the sunset and goes, I want to travel the world. And I was like, wait, what? Where did that come from? And Jasmine goes, well, you're not going to travel it alone, and just goes off with him. Can I ask a question? Yes. Is that because that's what the TV show's about? Uh, probably. I don't know what the show's about. Wait, let me pull it up real fast. I feel like that's probably what the show's about, but then again... Because it was so unnatural. It was so, like... <laughs> I was like, where did this come from? From that one song Jeannie sang at the beginning when you didn't say anything? Yeah, he didn't really seem like he wanted to also join him going... Here we go. He didn't have any wants in this movie because he didn't do anything but react. He wanted to save Iago. That was, like, his thing. Okay, so the series, the plot of it was taking place a year after the original film and set after the second film. Aladdin now lives in the palace, engaged to Princess Jasmine, and engages in ventures with his companions. So, makes no sense. So, they did that thing at the end, and they didn't even base the series off it. They just were like, time jump, he's already traveled everywhere. Yeah, I guess so. It only took him a year to travel the world. I guess so. Well, he's got a flying carpet. Yeah, I mean... We should watch the show. I know, we should. Isn't... In the movie, he travels the world. In the first one, that's what a whole new world is. Yeah, one song. <laughs> I like how they're surprised when Jeannie gets back. They're like, you've already seen the whole world? He's like, yep. <laughs> it's like, bitches, you did it one night. <laughs> Literally, they like look at the fireworks over like China. What a odd... <laughs> the first movie is odd in and of itself. People it's kind of... It's been a while of, since I've seen it. It's, I watched it recently, and it, it is a little strange. So I guess it makes sense this would be a little strange. So I guess we should compare this as both a film and as a how it extends upon the characters and the lore of the first. <laughs> okay. So as a film, I would just say not great. <laughs> Could use a little uh, beefing up. It just definitely felt like a TV, like a yeah. really long episode of TV. Yeah. Didn't um, make a lot of sense. Exactly. It just kind of had these characters that you did not understand their wants or needs or what they, why they were doing what they were doing. As a follow-up to Aladdin, I guess, <laughs> I mean... I guess if you wanted more Iago, <laughs> who watched that? Aladdin and said, "You know what I want? A whole movie about Iago." Well, that's literally what the director said. They were like, "Oh, you know, when we were thinking of doing this movie, to us it was really obvious to like Iago. Like that's that was our way in." Let me find the exact quote because it was very funny. I think in general. So we watched Lion King one and a half, and we'll talk about it later. Yes, but Lion King one and a half is also about. Um, like, side characters. Yeah. 
brilliantly done. Yes. Um, amazing. But yes. I think that's, like, kind of a smart way to do it, because you have these characters in the first movie who went through this whole arc and changed by the end. If you're going to make a sequel that follows the same characters, then they need something else that, like, they need a new arc, and sometimes yeah. that can be difficult. That's why I hated Incredibles 2, because yeah. I felt like it was too soon after the first one, and I was like, so we just threw everything from the first one out the window? Like, they haven't changed at all? Yeah. Um... But a lot of the side characters don't get full arcs in, f- in like, uh, like the first movies of these. Yeah. And so, like, I think it is smart to, like, do something where you follow a side character. But I think they weren't all in on the Iago thing. No. They, like, said Iago was the protagonist, but he doesn't have, like, that much screen time. No. It still kind of follows Aladdin. And so I think if they had been more all in on, like, the Iago thing and, like, just showed him the way they did in Lion King 1 and a half. Yeah. I think that would have been cool. Yeah. I think also, though, in a way, though, it's almost commendable because it was their first one of these, so the fact that they were already kind of figuring that out is Mm -hmm. kind of cool. Like, they were already kind of realizing the way we do these is through side characters or new characters, like they do with Little Mermaid. Yeah, with her daughter. With her daughter, and they do do that with, like, I don't know, Peter Pan, Lion King 1 and a half, in Hundred One Dalmatians 2, they, like decide one of the kids is going to be the main character. But here's the quote from the director. It says, while conceiving the sequel, Stones uh, became fascinated with the character Iago, commenting that, I said, I want the pair in there, but he was trapped in the lamp. Uh, So we came up with a story of how he got out and ended up with Aladdin. So he was all in on that. That's our in. Yeah, I guess. What I also think is funny is when you watch the credits, uh, it has a 11... Sorry, not 11. Eight. It has a eight screenwriter credits, which is insanity. Are these all the people who then went on to write the show? Is this, like, just, like, the staff of the show? Maybe. That would honestly make more sense, but I have a feeling it's not. Oh, they are people who write on a lot of, like, Disney shows. I just kind of feel like this movie was lazy. Like, no one's changed... No, it's for like kind sure. of the same. It's the same, pretty much the same exact. So yeah, I think the it's the writers one. of the show wrote that makes this. Sense. Yeah, no, it's it is lazy, and I think it is because it was the first of like a show, and they were just trying to like extend. Mm-hmm. It was incredibly successful somehow. I mean, I know this is a lot of people's favorites, and I'm guessing like I didn't you know I don't have as much nostalgia with this film. So if I was a kid, I guess what I would latch on to with it is like the Iago stuff. Like he mm-hmm. is a very, I mean, Skilbert Gottfried. Everyone, he's just funny. Yeah, he's great. He's some good quotes. <laughs> His singing is a little rough. <laughs> There's one time when, like, Jafar is about to, like, kill Aladdin, and Iago just flies in yelling, SHUT UP! <laughs> <laughs> Which is great and iconic, and I love it. I was like, yes. They needed to do just more of that, I think, yeah. and everyone would have been on board. Do you have any lasting thoughts? I want to say, like, what was your favorite part and what was your least favorite part? Okay, my favorite part was, I I don't know, I know it's really minuscule, but when the sultan just chucked the rock (laughs) into the water, for the listener at home, it may sound dumb and not that funny, but it's really funny when he's just, like, he's not even listening to Aladdin, he's just, like, observing this rock and trying to skip it, and instead just chucks it in front of him, (laughs) and I don't know why it's so funny. Um, He also just looks so angry. (laughs) It's so good. He's like a little kid who's like, ugh! And he just chucks a rock. So, I guess visually that, and I guess, like, I liked, I liked some of the Iago stuff, I thought it was funny, and I just wish they did more of it. And least favorite, oh my god, probably Jasmine's, like, 
weird breathy <laughs> voice and the fact that she does absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing and she's literally the heart of the first movie yeah. when i rewatched it i was like oh she's the character keeping this all grounded and there's no one keeping this grounded and i think it's because jasmine was the realist in the first movie and this she one has a- all the personality they wrote for her in the first movie is just thrown out the window out like the, in the first movie there's this great scene where she's pretending to entice aladdin when he's when she thinks he's a prince and she goes oh, you know, I'm very pretty. And she's like, I'm rich, too. And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, fuck you. And, like, pulls the thing over him and is like, get lost. And I feel like that one moment where she was pretending to be stupid to entice him, Mm. she was the entire time in this movie. Yeah. I think my favorite part is maybe the horses with the wings. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or, yeah, just, like, anything Iago says, because he's ridiculous. Um... I think my least favorite is, um, yeah, I think Jasmine. Because it's so disappointing. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, she's such a staple now of, like, yeah. a cool character, and they just, I don't know why they did that with her. Maybe in the next one they Also, any of the songs. Oh, yeah. I never want to hear those songs again in my no. life. <laughs> well, I don't think, I mean, I don't know why you would. The other movies have such better songs, too. Like, I think Lady and the Tramp 2 has, like, legit, like, bops. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. As you should be. So, yeah, I would say as a movie, this is, like... I want to, like, rate them as we see them. Yeah, I agree. Like, I want, like, uh, I want to scale from, like, you know, the best one to the worst one. Yes. And right now we have nothing to compare it to. No. But this is the worst. Yes. <laughs> it has nothing above it or below, but it's the worst. Yes. So far, yes. And I know that the other ones are better than this one, so... I think what was so upsetting is, like, it was terrible, but it wasn't, like, bad enough to be too much of a meme. No. And I'm excited for the ones that are so bad that it's, like, an absolute meme. This yes. This one was just kind of boring. Yes. What are we watching next? Next is the next Aladdin one. There's another one? Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, King of Thieves. It's his dad comes back. What? Yes. This one's supposed to be better. Um, does this take place after the show? Yeah, it's like the ending the of the show. show. No, I don't I want to. I feel like to. we're missing some really deep lore. <laughs> Whoa. They yeah. were all in on Aladdin. Okay, I'm excited. Yeah, so uh, it's the finale of the series. This one came out in 1996. So a bit of a gap um, because Goofy Movie was in that gap. But we are not doing Goofy Movie because it doesn't really fit our thing of like direct-to-video because Goofy Movie came did have a theatrical release even though it was probably a smaller no I think it was a decent sized one um but we probably will be doing the goofy movie sequel an extremely goofy movie yes um yes (laughs) uh so because that counts as a direct to VH2 sequel of a Disney theatrical release well thank you for listening to this if you did uh you're a certain kind of person and Don't insult our audience. No, it's the kind of person that we want in our life. Bye, I love you. Yeah, yeah, subscribe, everyone. We love you. Rate rate our show and tell us what your favorite sequel is. Yeah, get excited, guys. Bye. Bye.